day 93 under the dome. With necessities growing dangerously low, who knows what spark will set off this powder keg. I can't take another minute in this dome! You're just gonna stop talking. I'm gonna stop talking because you don't want me to talk about rush hour with the people. I'm sure there's a bunch of rush hour fans out there of the first and second one. Um uh yeah maybe uh why are asians better at math david well you know what uh malcolm gladwell has a great answer to that which in his book called if you're if you're a reader of of things that's the name of the book it's called outliers okay cool which this is like a fucking bestseller it's it's fucking whack that this is the book i chose to read um but here's a little excerpt of somebody else's book uh stanislas dahini's book the number sense uh, apparently, Chinese number words are remarkably brief. Most of them can be uttered in less than one quarter of a second. Their English equivalents um, are longer. Pronouncing them takes about one third of a second. The memory gap between English and Chinese apparently is entirely due to the difference in length. So explain this for the for the layman. Basically, if you're going to say the the numbers four and seven. Uh, it takes a quarter of a second in Chinese. Their English equivalents, four and seven, are longer. Um, so Asians can remember more numbers because it you use less syllables it's to like pronounce instead of Instead of me saying the word 47, I would just say, Gah! or something exactly. like that. Exactly. Well, and you. then here's another paragraph that uh, open, opens a little bit on the subject. The difference means that Asian children learn to count much faster than American children. Four-year-old Chinese children can count on average to 40. American children at that age can only count to 15. Um, and then it goes on to talk about as a result of their increased abilities at a young age, they then focus on math longer and therefore are better at math at older ages. So Asians aren't naturally better at math. They just are better at it sooner. Well, no, I think what you're saying is that they are naturally better. No. Like culturally they, they're set up to be better at math. They have an of, advantage because of the language. Right, yeah. And so they aren't they Wouldn't aren't you say that language is something that is developed naturally? Well, no, but if they were born in the states, that same Asian person isn't going to be as good at math because they speak English. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so it isn't so. something natural to the person. It's just natural to the culture. So provided that provided that there is some culture involved and that they, right. that they learn the language. But it's multiple things. It's the language and then also the hardworking culture of Asian countries where they go to school 40 days more than we do annually. Right. And one could argue that that's not like a good thing. <laughs> a- Asians, I mean, it, I'm gonna. I, there's ha- some human rights. Uh, the 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 the. I mean, American Factory. It's like the American Factory for children, right? And I agree with you that American Factory is fucked up, and that Asians need to kind of focus on human rights a, a little take, bit more in man. the workplace. But I don't think hard work is a human rights issue. If you want to work hard and you want to be good at something, you spend a lot of hours doing it. And on average, these countries are better at math, at science, at engineering. But what about uh, at understanding true love or what about like Hollywood movies? What about how good are they at at um, uh, uh, maybe writing writing a letter to their grandmother um, expressing uh, some sort of sentiment that doesn't have to do with making them proud? Right, right. At they just 
the postcards are shorter because of the language. <laughs> well, one could, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know any. We're, I'm talking out it, my it, ass here. This it's, is just. This is just something that we tr- we were well, trying David, to shine David up. David wanted to shoehorn in a passage from his book about uh, about from about a- he's reading on about Asians and math for some reason. It's Malcolm and Gladwell's book, Outliers. So I'm I'm curious about what what did uh, why was that in that book? Why did we have why was there a lesson about why uh, the Asian language yeah. helps Asian people? Well, I don't want to make this a book review, but um, the book is basically about every successful person that is like part of the t- top 1% of society. How does, what is it? I want to like, let's talk about what this has to do with the Asian shit. Right. I'm We're getting, streamlining. I'm, I'm getting to that. I have to set the, I have to set the stage. Basically anybody who's going to be in the top 1%, like Asians at math being the top 1% globally, um, has a series of opportunities in their lives that are laid out that allow them to be more successful. So them being, uh, better at counting at a younger age leads to them working harder and having more opportunities to develop math skills at a younger age that then leads to them performing at a higher level in high school that then leads to them being more successful in college and it's called outliers because these are the people that this these is are the, like this is these are the elon musks of the world yes yo i'm an outlier yeah i just over here smoking all the fire Whoa. uh-huh when it comes to being an outlier, I don't run through. Yeah, I be over on the couch smoking juice. That's just how it be. I'm outlying on the couch. Yeah, that's me. Oh boy, yeah. Check it, yo. I'm in the top one percent for smoking weed. I'm the top outlier for getting cheese. Yeah, you know me. I'm all up inside of these uh, ladies of Asian descent. Ladies and their labias making babies, bruh. It's an outlier. And these babies got some Chinese faces. Yo. And they're gonna go to outer spaces. Outliers, I'm putting out fires with these fucking fire bars. Uh, Somebody call the fire marshal to come through. Uh, Yeah. Fucking, it's a good book. It is a fucking bestseller that millions of people have read. So I don't feel like I'm a a very um, unique. I'm not hipster enough with this book. This book is like a Hollywood blockbuster of books. So they're making movies about the book. It's not a really good movie maker, but what, um, do, you, what do you mean by it's a Hollywood blockbuster? Well, like in the book world, it's a very popular, successful book. Like, like Chris Evans is. Has something to do with it. <laughs> I didn't mean the. You know what? What's the big like soundtrack of this book? Uh, the soundtrack was by AE Beats. The beat was called "Pray for Me," and it's available for purchase at aeb.beatstars.com. AE yeah, we've used this After guy before. Effects beats. Um, very talented, and go check him out. Uh, I'm gonna start giving you the information for the beat stars or where you can purchase the beat because I feel like we need to give that information to really be fair here. Wow, dude. Took you, took you that many episodes and, and me suggesting it almost every time for you to really was, get to I, it. I was, still, I was still giving you like information on how to find the person. <laughs> and then when you find the person, they're like, here's how you can buy my shit. So, I mean, it's not like I was doing them a, 
a disservice, but now I'm being a little more and clear. We we actually did purchase some beats from one of our one of our guys who we are from regularly rapping off of. And, and it's, uh, yeah, if you want to plug him, lethal needle. At, I plug him like every other week, <laughs> but this is a little bonus episode for you guys because uh, we're locked up the way Akon was in 2001 with that song. I'm locked up, won't let me out. They won't let me I think, out. Did you drop the N word a little bit there? I, I didn't actually say it. I said, "My uh, yeah, I'm locked up, won't let me out. I miss Akon. Now he's like giving lights to Africa. Or right, something. but I mean, what's the point of having lights if you're dying of corona? You know what I'm saying? You could see each other die. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, it's bright. Alex is over here. Uh, Dumping vaped weed into a thing so that we can make edibles. Yeah, dude. Edible life. So, what kind of edibles are you gonna make? You gonna make butter or is it? Well, you know, I'm gonna. I bought some extra creamy butter, um, and I've got a little Tupperware, a little glass Tupperware thing here. Uh, I I learned a new method of of uh, making the uh, can of butter is where you put it in like a little um, glass container with your already vaped bud, at least a half an ounce, or no. At least a half. That's a half an ounce. Yeah, half is a half an ounce. Yeah, okay. So you need at least 14 grams of already vaped bud. And um, I've probably got about 20 grams here. So hopefully this will be some, some good some good edible. But then you take it and you put it and you boil it with the butter in the glass thing inside of a pot. And or you simmer it for like three hours. And apparently that uh, makes some pretty good can of butter. That's, 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 the, uh, that's the one thing that bothers me about making edibles is that it's a time frame thing. Like you have to. Spend Every other time I've done it, though, it's only been like a fifteen minute process because I I'm stirring it in a pot with the butter. This is the first time I've ever done it in a way that is actually time consuming. Because otherwise, it's only time consuming in the sense that baking is time consuming. But like when you're when you're trying to uh, put mushrooms in tea or something, that's also a time thing. Like you have to spend fifteen or thirty minutes doing it. I mean, you went from. Th- some, talking about something that takes three hours to do to to say to saying that making mushroom tea maybe, that takes maybe this is just an issue minutes. of me being impatient maybe i just i need to work on my patience but um i could also give an instructional on how to make mushroom tea you know you, you grind down at at least uh you know how many people are going to be in your camp doing these mushrooms are, are, are we are we doing a dose each what is a dose i would say eighth? i would say an eighth by two divided by two people all right yeah um and you, you know you grind it up in a weed grinder so it's nice and fine and powdery you uh you put it in a pot with some water uh preferably the the less water the better you can you can make these concentrated shot. you can do like uh little shots of uh of 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 psilocybin um if you do this right and it kicks ass you'll be tripping yeah. within 15 minutes yeah that's and that's really 15 minutes in this context not a lot of time no yeah yeah it's only with it, there's effort involved that it's it counts as time 15 minutes of of being tortured though that seems like a lot of time right uh like the chinese drip torture you ever hear of that where oh, yeah. you're, you're strapped down on your back and then um they uh there's a water droplet coming from the ceiling it hits you in the same crazy place after a while. on the forehead like every day uh constantly and then eventually uh you come oh yeah cool that's uh the chinese uh a lot of positive things that they bring to the table other than other than viruses <laughs> yeah yeah the, the sex industry has really been booming innovated by the chinese all right i'm 
I'm I'm I'm vaping this weed right now because I'm trying to get it get as much vaped weed as possible before uh, I start making these edibles. Yeah, I wish that I could like go to Walgreens and buy mushrooms. Like I wish they had just like mushroom prescription or like mushroom based gummies that I could just take on a regular basis. The way that you can buy CBD, yeah, psilocybin gummies, it'd be completely insane. And it seems like ah, there's a lot of benefits there. Obviously, I feel like they could be abused. Like uh, there might be some mushroom heads out there that are completely off their rocker. But they're also doing other things as well, aren't they? I believe so. Like what? I don't know. If if you're doing mushrooms and cocaine, that doesn't sound like fun. That sounds nah. like a really intense combination. You'd have to be a heavy <laughs> tripper, you know what I'm saying? Really know what you're doing. With it's the weird to mix like synthetic and non-synthetic <coughs> drugs like that. <coughs> right. The mushrooms are like this natural thing that you get to like have an experience with, whereas the cocaine is like this... <coughs> I guess pure cocaine is natural, dog. Is that really synthetic if it's pure? I've never actually... I don't know what pure cocaine is as opposed to non-pure cocaine. I You've seen the movie Blow? It's a good movie. There's lots of hair in it. That's all I know. Hair? Oh, Blow is a, that's a sad movie. It's got a sad-ass ending. Although uh, Penelope Cruz's body is not sad at all. That's actually a happy feeling, <coughs> which, man, I've been waiting to tell you about this weird dream that I had yesterday. <coughs> Lay it on me, brother. Fucking Alex is coughing up a storm right now. <coughs> Wuhan. Um, my, in my dream, I'm, I'm working at like a concession stand or at like a stadium selling popcorn or something. And I like a bunch of people that I know are coming up to me, like trying to get a deal. And then I walk to the back and I have to do like some some paperwork on a computer or something. And then a former colleague from work just walks in wearing heels and like notices that I have an erection and then sits on my lap and starts like making fun of me. And I was like, I've been watching too much porn. Also, I ate like a a large amount of ice cream and, and French fries right before going to sleep. And that's always when I have crazy dreams is when I have fast food or sugar right before sleeping you ever have a dream where you rape a person never but yeah me neither <laughs> um that's a crazy dream to have um but you can you can activate oh i got some crazy dreams you know me i just feel obscene when i'm thinking about working at a concession stand at a stadium uh, and this girl comes in with a lady bum and she sits on my little lap and starts making fun of my erection and i'm like yo baby why are you doing this to me yo, what's uh, up with that little hard dick in your pants is that uh, for me oh am i doing a dance yeah 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 we at the concession stand we selling hot dogs oh is that a hot dog in your <laughs> fucking pocket or are you just happy to see me yo it's not good man you just lapping dancing i don't know man i'm at the what type of sport was they playing god damn uh, i'm pretty sure they was playing football but by football i mean football like in europa yup over there they play one sport and that's it yeah fucking yan sport backpack on my back and yeah i'm feeling whack because this little girl sat on my lap uh you know that 
Uh, yeah, it was a weird dream. And that uh, you you painted that dream out to be a lot weirder than it actually was. Yeah, I was just, I'm just trying to get some words in. <laughs> I'm just trying to, you know, how people get their steps in. I'm trying to get my words in. Yeah, uh, I I have I've been having some weird dreams too, but I I can't like remember the dreams that I've been having recently. So, you know? I I don't remember in detail what happened. I just remember this like mesh of of events and then the feeling that I got from each interaction in the dream. The the dreams that I remember are mostly the ones that have faces I recognize in them. So it's like, oh, I this person from my childhood was randomly in my dream or this person from a job that I used to work is randomly in my dream. So I remember those because they stand out. But I'm pretty sure I have dreams every night that I don't recall. I don't recall. Beat was called Play With Your Mind. Right. By Blue Top, B L U T O P. Uh, for purchase, you can email him at bluetopbeats at gmail dot com. We're uh, we're we're sort of running out of uh, shit to do with ourselves in the quarantine because we've already like cleaned the house a bunch of times. Um, pretty oh. much the the like productive thing I'm doing today is making marijuana edibles. Like that's yeah. the, that's my accomplishment. Of you know, what I was thinking we could clean the glass window to the balcony. That's super dirty. That You're might right. be a, a, a little. And then while you, I mean, I could do it while you while you make edibles. That'll that's be my one of those things. Thing. Yeah, that seems like a one man job. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've been trying to fucking read books and I, I'll read for like an hour or an hour and a half and then be like, man, I've been reading for so long. This is starting to feel like a waste of time. Well, we got to, we got to watch uh, some more of the Tiger King. Um, oh yeah. That's a pretty fun little documentary series. It's it, uh, those people who raise big, big uh, cats are pretty wild. They are some eccentric motherfuckers. It's interesting how they're basically drug dealers and, because yeah, be, cooler than drug dealers, and They're, and they get to have they get to have hot bitches or hot guys around them because girls and girls and and dudes and people who want, are near people with power, they always want to be close to the drugs. They always want to be close to the money. They always want to be close to the exotic animal. You know what I'm saying? If you're at a party, the dude that has the bag of drugs in his pocket, you're homies with that guy. Yeah, I learned so much about the big cat lifestyle. Just I had no idea how much. Uh, polygamy yeah. there was involved Which I'm in that lifestyle. I support like, them. They're basically Mormons. Um, I and I had no idea. Like it, it, they're like all they have like a pirate aesthetic to them. They're enslaved. It's too. all it's all like a sort of pirate pirate safari. Uh, theme. It's a safari. It's a pirate safari, but it's not like a safari that you would necessarily want to uh, take part in. Yeah, but the the animals are pretty enchanting because like they've sort of been domesticated, but not not really. It's like a it's like a it's like a bad second marriage, you know. Yeah, like, I'm, we're only three episodes in, so it's possible that shit's about to get way darker. Um, so I don't know. So far, I'm just like, yeah, these guys are kind of cool. Yeah, maybe this guy might be have might be running like a sex cult on top of uh, right. his his owning big cats. And this chick might have murdered her husband and fed him to the lions. That's pretty wild. And this other dude is Gay just wild, yep. just a wild tiger man. Here's just. my here's my theory about uh, polygamy or uh, this like sexual cults. If I can persuade you to stay here voluntarily and have sex with me while I have sex with multiple other people, that's that's on you. 
Well, there's a lot of things that I could counter that with. But, uh, <laughs> I think I'd rather just leave that. Come on, I'm playing devil's advocate you guys, here. Yeah, all right. Yeah, Hit sure, me back. Sure. Come it's on. an irony podcast, folks. We're just joking. If I David's, can... David's definitely just joking right now. <laughs> if I can legally convince you um, to stay here. And under the strong arm of the law. <laughs> if I can persuade you without any force. Uh, it's the same way how Christians manipulate people to fucking do shit on a on a fucking lifelong basis. So you're saying what they do is is totally fine? I don't say I'm not saying it's fine. I'm saying it's said, legal. It's no, legal. But, uh, now we're now we're just now we're just defending the legality of it as opposed to before you were like you know what that's on you. Listen, man, if she's 18 and she wants to be here, let's fucking go. <laughs> I'm just I, kidding, I, guys. I, been locked up for too long. Yeah. Like Akon, bringing it back full circle there. Dude, I used to fuck with that song heavy, and there was a feature on it that I don't remember. I, can I look it up really quick while you I wonder the- what the last Akon song was? What's the last little track that he released? Dude, the most recent Akon songs are so bad like he has lost his self he's he definitely hasn't made a catchy banger no no he's no longer self-aware he's no longer hot he is on the on the fucking he gets to just post stuff because he has enough subscribers on youtube so like no matter what he posts it'll get like three million views and, and that's good enough oh locked up by Akon was featuring Styles P, bro. That was a fucking... Styles P. And he was wearing an orange jumpsuit in the video. <laughs> it's so fucking that, 2003. That, that would be an appropriate attire. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Ah, uh, man. I fucked with Akon so hard. I also... um, I really liked Mr. Lonely. Like, that was... Yeah, that was a good one. Um, uh, that was that was like a good that was a solid like three year era where Akon was like really big. I mean, I know you were a big fan of Smack That, but that was a big one. A lot because of Eminem. Um, Don't matter by Akon was that was what, a good one. Was my I, I used to sing that one and pretend that it was him. Uh, uh, it was it, the joke was that he was like singing that to his prison cellmate and that was like but i was you know i was like in sixth grade so i was like this is hilarious this is that is pretty funny (laughs) that is pretty funny i that was my uh song with my first girl or like my first like romantic interest we weren't together but it was the first girl that i kissed Yeah, yeah first girl that i kissed and she lived in fucking germany and i lived in somewhere else and so we we like had MSN Messenger, and we were Man, like, I, the, "You just reminded me of one of the gayest things I've. I mean, one of the, cor- <laughs> the one of the corniest things I've ever done. We're damaged people." Um, I, I man, I had a crush on this girl, uh, and. Uh, one summer, I like named my fucking Pokemon pokemon trainer character after her oh on, the, on the game boy video God. game i like made a I made it a girl character and then i named the pokemon <laughs> trainer character after her man that was i buried that in in my head until you that's until how embarrassing that is that's i mean let's get into it because i also read uh three of the twilight series books wow for a woman okay that might that, i think those are equally embarrassing i would say really bad literature like i didn't read stuff for school that was required that would have like furthered my my mind as a person and instead i read this i read this horrible literature so that i could like have something to relate with on and this girl and 
Second base, that's it. Yo, I read the Twilight series so that me and this girl fucking named the Ahili could get it. Yeah, she had some titties and she was fucking 15, but I was 14, so it's like totally fine that I was trying to get inside of a pants and lines. Yeah, you know me. I'm fucking doing it right. I'm fucking drinking a Sprite. Picture uh. me, I'm a young little pervy boy playing on my little <laughs> Game Boy and I'm changing the name. Oh, it's a joy. Yeah, I gotta name it after her because she's gonna marry me and we're gonna have like two or three or fur kids and we're gonna raise Pokemon together. It'll yeah. be so great. Oh my God, I love you so much and we're gonna get married today. Me and this girl, yeah, she know what's up. Me and this girl, I'm trying to get in her butt. Me and this girl, yeah, I'm feeling it up And now I'm drinking on a 7-Up It used to be Sprite earlier in the fucking rhyme scheme Yeah, the girl I was sitting with, her name was Jenny Uh, I forget her last name But her dad left when she was 13 Rush Hour 2 That verse was so bad I had to pour another drink Come on, bro, that wasn't that bad I I said luck and then butt And then I said 7-Up you're right. And then I stand corrected. You know, Touché. we're doing our best here or I'm doing my best and Alex is just dealing with me. You got to understand. It's been rough being cooped up with this guy. <laughs> it, it's interesting how we've developed and progressed over yeah. the over the past couple of days. Yesterday, he he tried to sell me a cup of coffee <laughs> and I was like, dude, you're not at work. You can't. I'm 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 entitled to this coffee. I've gone days without selling anything to anyone. I'm like, come on, man. Imagine how you're going to feel right after you drink this. <laughs> Imagine the feeling that will come from buying this product. You'll be cooler. I'm questioning the necessity of the little sample at the end to remind us that it's the last beat. Right, like if I have them all written down, I'd right? just be like, yo, that was the last beat. Yeah. But I forget, like when we're doing six or seven beats... And I forget to shout one out. I lose my place, and then I'm riffing, and I'm like, "Fuck!" But that might be a good thing, because who knows? Maybe like we leave out the we leave out the thing that tells us that we're done, and we come up with some gold that we would have never come up with if we. That's a good point. Like I feel like we could riff longer past the last beat, um, which we usually do. And I think last the the other time we sort of did because we didn't realize that it had ended. You know what I mean? We were also pretty hammered that episode. No, we got hammered after. We had recorded the entire episode and then paused to pee, and then the computer died. And then oh, we got you're hammered. talking about the last... Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Uh, the beat was called My Mind by Louie and Cadence. Um, oh, this is a, a collaborative effort. Well, it's mostly Louie. I think Cadence maybe was involved slightly. But <laughs> you, you've had a correspondence with them about this? It, <laughs> Louie is the more successful producer, and... He, uh, if you want to purchase it, it's on Louie's page. So you go to BeatStars.com forward slash P-R-O-D-L-L-O-U-I-S produced Louie. Um, we actually spit some bars over one of his songs, over one of his beats. What was that? The one, the, the Yes Sir track. Mm, mm, yep. Yeah. We'll be, look, be on the lookout for that. We're still we're still working on some of them. Yeah, we're but, thinking uh, about dropping some music soon. Um, we might as well. There's, uh, there's nothing else to do at yeah, this point. Yeah, it's, uh, it's all it's all going to hell. Um, it's tough. It's yeah, it's, it's weird. Shit I, is weird. And I see a lot of people like sending push up challenges to each other on on Instagram, and I'm like, yo, you should have been doing push ups, but 
Now you don't. I mean, I guess if if here's the thing, if if that's what you got to do, if you got to start, if you got to resort to doing internet challenges right. in these tough times, then all power to you. I can't judge you, but I mean, I expect better from my friends. So if you're out there listening and you know me, Jesus Christ, you guys, or fucking do push-ups daily until you can do 25, and then fucking flex on them fools online and be like, yo, because everybody's I doing just, this template. Do do a, a thousand push-ups a day. I think that would, that's great. But like, it's the moment that you make it this dumb internet challenge thing. It's like, it's it just that stuff is annoying as fuck. I agree. <laughs> it's some narcissistic. Are like, you um? Are you, bullshit? And and what's the worst feeling? <laughs> what's the worst feeling then? Uh, challenging six people on social media to do push-ups. And having none of them respond. Right. That's what. Maybe I'm just saying this because that's what would happen if I tried to do any, <laughs> any sort of. I, I, my Facebook status would just be like, "Hey, uh, uh, com- comment your favorite memory with me," and then <laughs> literally zero comments, zero likes. <laughs> like, well, I mean, Facebook's a graveyard, but Facebook's still. a graveyard that I now use for news and entertainment. It's crazy because like the only people who are like actively on facebook are companies like cnn and comedy central are the only things that i view on facebook and, and like the young people and when i say young i mean people like our age uh that uh are on facebook that are still on facebook are they all have mental problems <laughs> that's and that's why i i I'm, i follow like all like there's the only people i'm still interacting with on facebook all have some sort of uh, learning disability. We're entertained by your mental disability yeah, that's, online. That's pretty much it. And I'm just and I'm just over there like reading comments of, and uh, and just laughing into the abyss. I really enjoy watching social media develop because it like years go by and it goes from being one thing to being another, and the demographics completely change, and eventually, you're either in the wrong, or you're in the wrong long enough to end up being in the right because you maybe were on the Facebook bandwagon and then fucking Facebook fell off and now you're wrong. Or maybe you were talking uh, big shit about TikTok and it was fucking whack to be on TikTok. Three years go by and now TikTok's hot and you now you're right. But you got to, you gotta, I don't know what I'm saying. I just got a hot idea because I think that we're spitting some real facts now. Well, I mean, with the, starting with the Asians math thing, we fucking were on a roll, you know. Maybe, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm here to argue the opposite that maybe the Asians math thing fell a little flat, uh, <laughs> and maybe we start. But we like for our our major episodes that are f- full length, we add two or three more beats so that we can start recording, but. You know, we could maybe cut off the first two beats or something. Okay, yeah, that's and cool. then and then it would just sort of like when we're already in the flow of it. I don't know. Maybe that's a good idea. It, Phone in people. It, yeah, the, um, the contact us however you'd like. Smoke signals. We'll keep an eye out. Um, pigeons with letters. Whoa. We'll we'll pick those up. Uh, we have an open entrance to our home. Um, it's like those arches in the in the in the Arab buildings where there's actually no door. You just sort of walk into a space. I'm gonna get. Uh, oh wait, I just realized I can't. I have no way to weigh how how much dried vape is in here. I say you just fucking eyeball it, doggy. 
Well, I mean, I already know it's over 14 grams. It's like at least like 20 grams right now, but man, that's going to be some good eating. Yeah, I'm concerned. I can never like ingest edibles without either. These are the two outcomes. I either don't feel it or I feel like suicide is the only alternative when I'm so high that I can't comprehend my feelings anymore. I don't know, man. But I, I do think it'd be really fun to be like really fucking stoned out of our gourd and watching these ti- these tiger motherfuckers. Like, yeah, I mean that'd be cool. I mean that's gonna be like a six hour endeavor, you know. I love it. I love how that the one culty tiger guy dresses his bitches up like tigers. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And forces them to get breast implants. Uh, that one, this there's this lady who like pretends that she was forced to get breast implants. She's like. I don't remember saying yeah, yes, but now I have these big old titties, breast implants. Uh, but uh, he put, I, I, I did sign something, and it's like, yo, you free implants? Yeah. Show me a girl that doesn't jump at that opportunity. That is also a whore, uh, and <laughs> I and I will, you know, I'll be like, whoa. Uh, I will be surprised, folks. I'll I, be like, whoa. I don't know any women who have like. Um, like pretty serious uh, professions like medicine or engineering that also have breast implants. But if those women are out there, fucking hot. I've I've definitely seen some medical professionals with breast implants. That's so fucking, uh, that's causing me to feel the way I felt during my dream yesterday. Erect. I dreamed a dream. Erect. And we appreciate the people we appreciate out. the nurses out there yeah, with yeah. big old, big old fake titties. We don't appreciate the nurses with flat chests. Right. You guys and should go you, into other professions. Yeah. Like and the, honestly, do some work on yourself. Right. Because you're a nurse, you're already you're already halfway there. You are choosing to be flat chested. Right. Every woman without big titties, that's a choice. That's a choice. You've, and and it's you're robbing the world of you with big titties. Imagine how much more attention you would get, and how much more you would succeed in your career. If you had big old fucking jugs. That's the, the first step towards equality is you getting big, fat, jumbo yum-yums. Because then we're willing to respect whatever you want to do. You want to be a doctor. You want to be an actress. You want to be a fucking janitor. An astronaut. And go to the moon. You could God, take those flappy birds up to the moon. As you know long I mean? as you are vlogging it from outer space and providing an OnlyFans link that we can subscribe to. Right, 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 right. OnlyFans, that's one of the only businesses that's still booming. It, it, it is thriving. Or no, you could go to myfreecams.com. <laughs> yes. And all the strippers out there who, who are concerned that they're out of business, get on my free cams. Fucking start fingering yourself. Start showing them ta's off. And sooner or Ta-tas. later. Ta-ta's. That's a throwback, honestly. Like, that's what like when you're a child, your parents will refer to boobs as as tatas, or I guess boobs is a popular one too. Yeah, uh, but, but I, tatas was a big one when I, talking about boobs. The ones that my my high school girlfriend didn't like were tits and knockers. Those yeah, tits me. is a little tits has some bite to it, you know. Yeah, I like that. I like it too. That's what I pretty much use exclusively. But, tits um, is a little nippy when you hear it. When you hear it, it's, it's like a pointy. Yeah, that's where we're at now. I think we we need to wrap up this this episode. If you're 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 making you're making tit puns now. I'm a. Or was I'm, that a? Did you you did that on purpose, right? Well, you said poignant, and then I was. I like, didn't say poignant. What did you say? I said the word tit has some bite to it. And then and I then said, you nippy. said tits. The word tits is a bit nippy, and I was like, 
Wow. This has I'm gone off gonna, the rails. Yeah, this is bad. <laughs> um, send us your best tits. Yeah, send us your send us yeah send us your tits. If you um, could, uh, take a picture of your wife's tits and send it to us, right? Um, and we're we're accepting any and all tits. That would be great. We'll if, give a we'll give a shout out to whoever sends us the best tits. Please. No dicks though, please. Uh, yes, uh, I mean. Yeah. If it's a nice dick, well, you know we what? We won't we'll... turn away any dicks, but <laughs> but we're 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 definitely not asking for them. But um, tits, please. Uh, man, wouldn't that be sick though, bro? If, if women just said, start to... send us some tits, oh man, that would be tight. That'd be the first time anyone has sent us anything. Right? Yeah, you're right, and uh, and uh, hopefully, hopefully it happens. But <laughs> anyway, folks, yeah, we should probably wrap this one up. Hang this in is a there. Little bonus one for you. A little mini episode. You're uh, welcome. Stay indoors. Do your chores. Eat some s'mores. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how you're going to make s'mores indoors, but that's fucking wild. <laughs>